Welcome to the Chicago Golf Tour Podcast, sponsored by Sub70 Golf. Sub70 Golf is the number one direct-to-consumer golf equipment company based out of Sycamore, Illinois. By cutting out middlemen and unnecessary overhead, Sub70 products are roughly half the cost of other OEMs. Everything is custom-built, and they typically have one- to two-week turnaround times. With a full equipment line from driver through putter and options for everyone, go check out Sub70 Golf at golfsub 70 Com. All right, folks, welcome back to another edition. Rob, we are back and we are back better than ever. How the hell are you? Good. How are yourself, Tom? We're doing good, buddy. We're doing good. We uh, we actually spent some time together this weekend. Yes, we did. We sure did. We, uh, well, let's first, let's, let's talk about, let's talk about pro golf first, and then we'll get to the, uh, the old Tinley Park golf show. Sounds uh, good. Yeah. How about, did you catch most or any of the, uh, ATT Pro Am. I did, I did. Um, I most watched a good amount of it yesterday. It's really, really hoping for speed to come through, but it's disappointing. But it was good to see him playing good. But I didn't realize. Did you know he was in the hospital last week? No, for what? Yeah, uh, he had like a stomach bug. That's why he had a. Well, that's why he played bad last week and missed the cut. So, yeah. yeah but anyways, no, yeah, I was. It was, that was hard. I really thought the putt on 16 was going to drop. And then when it didn't, and then that tee shot on 17 sounded so good, but so short. And then once he did that one-handed driver on 18, I knew it was over. But yeah. Hoagie's, Hoagie's approach shot on 16, I can't believe that didn't roll in. That was sick. Super sick. Uh, Spieth, that was super unexpected. I thought he for sure had that thing wrapped up. Just the way he was playing, um, you're right. That putt on 16 just had, like, it was weird too. It got like to an inch outside the hole, and then it just had like a ton of L2 spin on it, and just like dove, broke right in front of the hole. Um, I knew he was kind of going to throw like a little fit and look at Michael, and say something or whatever. But yeah, his uh, tee shot on 17 was also suspect. Um, mm-hmm. I think. I think I saw the fried egg um, tweeted a picture of that and just said, caught a, caught it a groove high. Um, <laughs> I didn't see that. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Um, yeah, that was, that was bizarre, but you know, then again, like it just keeps happening, man. We keep having these first time yeah. winners and I think these stories, they're awesome. Um, another story, the the whole Mark Baldwin, Ryan French story. Yeah. That was awesome. That was, for, that was for fun me. to follow. Dude, it was super fun. I mean, can you imagine, you know, especially just like in Ryan's shoes, caddying, like experiencing that whole thing. Obviously, Mark played awesome up until, you know, the last round. He even still had, you know, a pretty good finish. But um, I was reading today on Twitter. I think Ryan tweeted out something along the lines of like, you know, that one or two shot swing cost him like 70 grand. Yeah, what? Because he made like just over twenty, right? Like twenty one thousand. Yeah, like twenty one thousand. But I mean, what a ridiculous! That had to be just unbelievable. One, you're 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 at Pebble Beach. Two, you're playing on an exemption. Three, you played really well all weekend. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's got to be like as close as it gets to absolutely living the dream. Yeah, and then jumping on a plane to go do the Monday Q today. Right, and then going back to Hoagie, like. 
what was it like his 202nd start or something? He hasn't won for what 11 years, they said. Yeah, 10 and that was, years. Yeah, and that was like on the Canadian tour. Mm-hmm. I mean, talk about just like we talk about it's funny because we talk about like just stinking for like a couple months. Can you imagine right. just grinding for however many years and then finally getting, you know, a payday exempt, you know, for exemption for X amount of years on the tour, right. going to the masters. Like, I mean, did you, well, did you see his friend today? Uh, uh, it was on Instagram, his buddy at home was watching it and that his wife was filming it live. It was an awesome to see like a friend's reaction where it's like, that's exactly what he said. He finally, he's getting into the masters this year, stuff like that. So it's all obviously life-changing. It's pretty cool to see, yeah. but you know, that I, the putt on 17 that he made too was freaking, I couldn't believe he made that. That's, that's when the video picked up of his friend watching him just going nuts. It was awesome. I was just going to say it was, it was that putt. Um, mm-hmm. And then he told his wife he was going to get intoxicated later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i mean that's got to be so cool to you know kind of have a you know um skin in the game so to speak like a guy you know that's that's going through that um that's why it's so cool to 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 follow along with with ryan and mark and you know i thought it was hilarious that you know the fire pit collection was there the fire pit collection brigade they were they were calling themselves right. and, uh, they were kind of just live tweeting everything putting up videos they were getting all sorts of pushback from PGA tour and about censorship and videos. Like it's just, to me, that's insane. Um, and there's no difference between like you or I tweeting them sure. that video and then just, and then them just sharing it. So like, well, they made like, they made the whole week, like they made Twitter. I mean, Twitter's always fun. Golf Twitter obviously is awesome, but like they made the whole week like enjoyable because of Mark and Ryan, you know, especially when they, when they punked Ryan, I was dying laughing at that video. Dude, So funny. I mean, the best part, which I didn't find out until after is that Mark was in on it. But when I was watching it and he was like, you didn't know that not prior to. So when I watched it and then Mark's like, well, if he's not in, I'm not in. And I thought that was super cool. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, genuinely, saying like hey he's my guy if he's not here i'm not here right like that was you know he was going to bat for his guy and then of course i found out after that mark was in on all you know ryan was probably shitting his pants and um you know i'm sure he had a good laugh they all probably had a really good laugh afterwards but um yeah what a what a hell of a weekend let's let's talk about the tournament though uh the tournament itself i'm kind of over over the whole you know, celebrity thing, get Bill Murray out of here. <laughs> get him out of here. Right. Right. Well, I mean, you, you and, saw, I mean, it's obviously all the people that we follow on Twitter just saying like less of Bill Murray, more of Mark, like show us the feel good story. Right. You know? Right. Right. Exactly. And going back to our old pod, um, and this is where it stems from. That's why I don't think Kenny oh, is funny. Right. he's not funny. He's just, and now he's just like so played out and he just, it's the same, it's the same, you know, act every year. And you know what? Know who he could take with him? He could take Carlton with him on his way out. So, you know, get him out of here. You know, if if we're going to keep doing it with like celebrities, at least get guys that are like good and want to be there. And Carlton is not bad. I was going to say Carlton, I know is, is pretty good, but like, yeah. Get Bill Murray out of here. 
Um, you just don't like to dance. I just think it's the same the same act I, I don't year know. after year. Like mm-hmm. give me get my guy JT in there. Um, you know, not Justin Thomas, but Justin yeah, Timberlake. Justin Timberlake, yeah. I yeah. Gotcha. You know, you get some make it fun that way. Get yeah, get rid of the the old heads. I mean, I just yeah, it, it was starting to bother me after a while. Um yeah, especially I think I think he was hurt too. They said like because I was when I was watching it on Thursday, I believe, when they had they showed him a lot on the coverage. It was like he couldn't even bend down to put the ball on the tee. Yeah, and that's that's the other thing too, is like they showed more of his shots than mm-hmm. half the people in it. Yeah, PJ so, Tour Live was pretty right. all over the celebs. Right. I mean, and the other thing too is like I wouldn't mind just getting rid of the slabs altogether. Like, just give me Pebble Beach in, in the pros. Like, the tournament was awesome this weekend. I think that kind of diluted it a little bit. Um, it was whatever. It was it was fun. But, like, it got to the point where I'm just like, come on, man. It, all right, go back to speed. I just kept saying that. Go back to speed or somebody else. Get this guy out of here. Um, but for the most part, another solid tournament. You know, came down to pretty much the last couple holes, and uh, yeah. you know we're in for a a good one next week with the the waste management. I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, I I don't get the hate behind it. I mean, I I kind of see it with like the fans getting rowdy. That's kind of like the same old act. But the tournament itself, I tend to enjoy the waste management. How about you? I do. I do like it a lot. Yeah, I find it. I find it it's um it's fun to watch. It's always nice what too with the Super Bowl weekend. Mm-hmm. This is true. Um, but I like Arizona golf a lot, so that has to do with it a lot. I was just gonna say I like seeing the uh, the different landscape of the desert in the mm-hmm. waste management. Um, I even love every time I think of the waste management, I think about Tiger's hole in one at sixteen. That's like what always comes to mind. Him or like. Ricky or who else, or like Phil throwing footballs in the crowd, mm-hmm. like that stuff's cool. But like, uh, or actually Ricky when he was putting and they were chanting, uh, "Big Dick Rick." Big Dick Rick. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, the waste management's pretty good. It it always it seems like it's always a pretty good you know tournament in itself. Yeah, I mean, you got what you got sixteen and seventeen, uh, great next hole to follow up on, especially if it's close, you know, people yeah. with a drive driving off the tee and everything like that. So no, I, I really do enjoy the waste management. Right. All right. Let's circle back to the, uh, the Tinley park golf show. Let's, uh, okay. let's hear should we talk about, should we talk about your pants first? We, we could talk or, about your, your no pants. I should say no pants. That did not show up. They didn't show up. Um, fuck you. Lululemon. <laughs> I ordered them on January 29th. It is February 7th. They're still not here. I did express shipping, which I thought was two days. Um, to come find out, it was two to four days. Still, that should have been plenty of time to get there before you know the, the 4th. So when I called and told them that they were in Tennessee somewhere, they said, okay, well, we could rebate you on your express shipping, but you know, you'll pretty much just have to sit tight and wait. Uh, asked about stores nearby. Everybody's apparently sold out. So these are hot pants. These are, you know, 
everybody just must want them. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to call tomorrow. I, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, have a word with customer service, try to get maybe a free pair, maybe, um, I don't blame you. I mean, I mean, it's, I was, yeah, it, it stinks, but you know what? I was going to circle back to the AT&T because, you know, today was Monday, a little rough with Jordan oozing. And then what do I see on Twitter? I see the picture of Hoagie and Clint Eastwood with the trophy. And what is Clint Eastwood putting? <clears throat> what is Clint Eastwood wearing, Tom? He had corduroys on. What color corduroys? They were like green, olive. No, they're brown, just like or, yours. Mine aren't brown. Those are brown. I Listen, I have them. I can go get them for you. They're not brown. <laughs> They're like, but I, they're like gray charcoal. They're not. Brown. Either way, either way, Clint Eastwood was wearing corduroys. Hey, that's a guy who I want wearing corduroys. I mean, he understands the comfort of the corduroy. Um, he doesn't want to mess around with wearing jeans, obviously. But I would hope not. What is he, like 90? Yeah, hey, don't hate it. Um. <laughs> But yeah, the uh, the Tinley Park show. What are your what were your thoughts on the whole rundown? Everything that was involved. You know, it's 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 hard because obviously with COVID and everything like that, it was. I mean, I'm glad we did it, but I was kind of it was kind of sad, you know, because I can remember five years ago when it was just packed in there, right? You had multiple club vendors, and you had a lot of different choices to walk through and pick through shoes or whatnot. Um, so like walking in there on Saturday, it was like, Oh man, this is, you know, it's not what it was used to be, obviously. Um, but it was cool because, you know, there wasn't a lot of vendors, but we were set up in a good spot where it was like, people were walking by, talked to a lot of people, you know, a lot of people were interested, but it was like cool to see people's excitement, you know, questions that, Sometimes, you know, something that we never think of, you know, people are just asking and it's like, yeah, that makes sense. So it was, I, I enjoyed it. I think it was good to be in front of people. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't like it used to be, but again, hopefully, you know, next year it's better, but at least it was a start to, you know, people getting back because you can still see some people's excitement about being there and at least getting to see what they got to see, you know, not much there, but it was, it was good enough to get, you know, everybody excited about the golf season. I thought for sure. Yeah, I would, I would say that's a pretty spot on take um, pretty much aligns with everything I was going to say. Um, you know, overall it was a D in terms mm -hmm. of like the show, maybe even an F it was, I mean, it was bad, but like, yeah, you know, from our perspective, we've never been in front of anybody before. Uh, it's all been word of mouth or via social media. So to your point, it was great, you know, just to be set up and to have, you know, our whole display on hand and to be able to talk to people, um, especially new people that literally like had never heard of us. That was, right. that was probably my favorite. Uh, we had a bunch of people walk by say, Oh yeah, I've seen you guys on Instagram or Twitter or whatnot. So that was also super cool. Um, we had a lot of other people, other exhibitors come by and be like, oh, yeah, hey, you, you know, your guys' setup's great. You know, love what you guys are doing. Um, but in terms of, like, from a exhibitor perspective, it was, I mean, our booth was across from the American Legion and a gutter repair booth. 
(laughs) The leaf guards. The leaf guard, yeah. So, like, it made our booth stand out, obviously. But, um, you know, and our booth was far and away, you know, probably it was definitely the best setup. Like, nobody else had, nobody else had, like, any kind of, like, like marketing material no. in terms of like flag banners like we did the hop up we had was super sick but like you know that was that was all great and everything but getting back to talking to the people that's that's obviously what we enjoy so it was nice especially like when there was a small crowd mm-hmm. in front of our table and people would come up and you know kind of just like catch on to the to the conversation that you sure. know, we were we were already discussing with somebody else and then they would have more questions. Um, there was multiple times where, you know, I had a guy in front of me for 20 minutes. He must, he must've asked me 15 questions mm-hmm. and, and like not your standard, you know, frequently asked, like some right. of the box that I thought were really good. Um, but then to see like, you know, to see the response, like, wow, this is, this is super cool. This is really creative. Like that's awesome. You know, um, yeah, I was, you know, I thought it was cool. We heard a couple of times of like the guys that were looking, you know, they play a lot of golf, but they're kind of looking for some of the competitive, but they didn't just want your normal Monday, Tuesday league, you know, um, th- they're looking for something like this. So that was pretty cool to hear. And obviously the one thing that I was, that we push on is the flexibility. So it was kind of funny to see people's. Yeah you know, uh, reaction in person about like, Oh, you get two weeks. Really? Right. You know, I thought that was pretty cool. Like to see like, Oh man, that's, that is a good idea. Or wow. I have kids that makes it easier, you know, not just an email from someone asking the question, but to see like the live reaction that was like, Oh yeah. You know, that's why it's easy. That's, that's why, you know, this does work is because we do have that flexibility. Right. And that was so to your point, like that was some of my favorite ones where I would say, you know, just like a group of guys walking by, Hey fellas, how you doing? You know, have you heard of the Chicago golf tour? And they would say, ah, we don't have time for that. That, that like, you couldn't, you couldn't walk into a better situation. Mm -hmm. Oh, you don't have, Oh, you don't have two weeks to play. And then they'd be like, Mm -hmm. wait, what? Like it was just, so once and you're right. Once people found that out, that was like, that was a huge draw. And then obviously once they kind of dove into it, you know, a lot of people thought it was super neat how we run it pretty much parallel with the, the PGA tour and, you know, how we have regular events, majors, a playoff championship, and then how we have the, the FedEx cup point system and also like the end of the year purse and payouts. And um, so, yeah, it was just, it was super awesome to see mm-hmm. um, people's genuine responses that got us fired up. Um, and we were, we were essentially just like pacing back and forth all day, just waiting to jump on whoever, you know, wanted to walk by and, and talk shot with us. Um, Except the guy that kept on coming back for the tease. Yeah. Rob, <laughs> Rob had a, Rob spotted a guy who he probably made four or five trips through and acted like, he was new every time just to pick up a couple free tees off the table, but, uh, he stuck them in different pockets every time too. I was yeah. dying laughing. The older guy with the mask, right? Yeah. With the canvas jacket. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, it was, I mean, it was fun overall for us. 
you know, obviously we can't complain. It was our first year, but you know, if there was anything to complain about, it was just the lack of, I mean, we, we probably had like a solid hour and a half to two hours of good traffic each day. Uh, maybe besides Friday, it was pretty ghost town after like the first hour, but um, Saturday, Sunday early was good. And then it, it pretty much cleared out. And, you know, by the end of the show, everybody was by the, the long putting contest. Um, so, but overall, you know, it was a good experience, I think for us, Yeah. um, you know, to get out there and, you know, get the word out, continue to get, sure. it out. um, but yeah, I mean, we were talking about, so during the, during some of the downtime that we had there, we were talking about potentially doing, because as you guys know, or maybe you don't know, I'm sure you do though. Uh, Rosemont is canceled as of, uh, last week or the week before. So Rob and I were discussing uh, potentially doing a virtual um, Chicago golf show, you know, on our IG live or even doing a Zoom Zoom. Call. Yeah. Yep. And then somehow tying that into next week's or not next week's, but the end of the month's podcast. Mm-hmm. So we're thinking about putting the entire Zoom call on the podcast. So yeah, we're kind of just maybe even like an open forum for questions and whatnot. So literally it would, it would be just like this, but with hopefully 60 other people. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. So that, that's going to be super cool. Um, Just another way we could, you know, kind of dismiss the whole cancellation of the Chicago golf show, but still be able to, you know, kind of give you guys a virtual, you know, exhibit i guess um yeah answer any questions that you guys have break down maybe the schedules you know stuff like that could have fun with it get everybody excited for the season you know right right speaking of schedules we're we're close man i so i i hate to be you know the bearer of bad news and say they're they're not finalized yet but um what didn't help us is the orlando show down in florida the pga show so there was a ton of head pros, GMs. So I found out that those guys get like X amount of PGA hours if they go to that stuff. So and plus, you know, it's all paid for. Um, of course, those guys are going to go. And, you know, who knows if they even actually went to the show, but that's here and over there. Um, so a lot of those guys were gone for a week. I'm sure, I'm sure you know, guys with families probably use that as a vacation. Um, and then the snow, I mean, we got pounded with snow guys weren't in, I literally didn't hear back from like, I heard, I heard from like two courses all last week mm-hmm. in the, in the week, in maybe the week before, like it was a dead zone. It was like a huge dead zone the last couple of weeks. So, um, things picked back up today. Um, I will pretty much guarantee this. They will be done by next episode that's that's a one hundred thousand percent confirmation that's a time guarantee huh that's a guarantee mm-hmm. um because like i said it's only it's literally i think we're waiting on one or two guys to get back to us and you know to finalize details so um i will tell you this though the west side tour is done west side tour is done and it looks good 
Yeah, Rob. So Rob, uh, Rob was jonesing on Saturday to talk about it. And then before we jumped on tonight, he said he looked it over again. And <laughs> he basically, you know, got a big stiffy looking at it. So um, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big, I like to go to their website, stare at the pictures, you know? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, the, the, the West side's done. Um, it's, it's the South side and one North side. So, you know, to be completely, you know, transparent with you guys, it will be done next Monday. Guaranteed. So, <laughs> um, other than that, you know, we're just going to keep pounding the pavement, social media. Uh, we're going to do some, you know, giveaways in the next couple of weeks in terms of memberships, try to keep growing that. Um, we're also going to reach out to you guys to help us do that because of the Rosemont show being canceled. So we're going to kind of lean on our, our members, you know, to continue to, you know, pass on the emails, pass on uh, the social media, stuff like that, just so, you know, we can kind of recoup some of what would, what would, what could have been, you know, sure. the Rosemont. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, what a weekend. Yeah, no, it, like, like we said, it was, it was good. It was um, cool to see all different age groups too. You know, I thought that was awesome. We had, you had a lot of young kids. You had, you know, guys our age he had some older guys but you know it was just, i think it was well-rounded you know and then obviously people a couple guys talking about the scratch series they got excited about that so that was pretty cool yeah and talking to other uh vendors exhibitors you know um guys from the area guys who've kind of been in the game for a while um speaking of dave from the golf chicago magazine that just reminded me i was this, just gonna say something yep yeah so you guys who get the issue um you'll see a nice spread in there about us that should be in households as of wednesday i believe he told me uh their truck got stuck down in like st louis so the uh the february issue of the golf chicago magazine which they have about eighty thousand members so that hopefully um can carry us you know can carry a little bit of the the weight from rosemont but um we were sent that article via pdf it, it looks great it's a great it does look good yeah it's a great little spread um so hopefully guys you know see that we're actually gonna probably get that out to you know our partners like all of our ex-golf partners which uh orland park was at the uh Tilling Park show, John from, from X golf. Um, who else did we have there that we're partners with? I think that was it as far as partners, but it was just good to go around. And like I said, talk to people that have kind of been in this space for a while and kind of get their opinion perspective um, on where everything's going. Um, a lot of guys kind of weren't surprised by this, which I'm, which I'm really not either um especially with all that's been going on with covid and mm -hmm. well, I, think, I think the bigger story here is like i just don't i to me in terms of like marketing dollars and what's been going on in terms of digital marketing like i just don't i i, I feel like these companies don't need to do that anymore like 
you know, they'd rather put money into digital marketing, which in my opinion is smarter, you know. Well, you have all the influencers and all that stuff now that does their, right. you know, their dirty work. Right. And I just, I guess if you're, if you're looking to change a brand, you know, say you're a Titleist guy, whatever, and you're, you're looking to go to Mizuno, most likely you're going to go to like your local shop and demo that club. Like do people really go to these places just to demo clubs or is it more just for, you know, um, merch and feel. Yeah. I feel like, you know, we joked about it, seeing those guys walk around with those full sets of clubs, you know, new set of irons will not do, but use, but I think it's more of those guys that don't, it might be just starting off with golf or, yeah, you know, not looking to spend a thousand dollars on a new set of irons. Right. You know, so. True. I just get, I, my thing is just with like what they've been doing recently with, you know, some of this advertising, like it's so in depth to where like you even go, you could even go to like Titleist or even Bridgestone's website and get fitted digitally for whether that's a ball or a club. Like you could look at specs of the clubs. They have videos. Like, I don't know. I just, I kind of get why, you know, maybe it's, it's kind of going away, but you know, some people just like the, the live, you know, in-person experience, which I totally get, but I could also see why some of these companies aren't spending millions and millions of dollars to be there. I mean, look at the stealth. Perfect example. Right. Because everybody on Instagram opening up the boxes, people just go to the PJ Superstore and hit it, you know? Well, how about, I thought it was pretty fascinating. Um, I forget who told us, but basically this guy was was telling us about the the PGA show down in Orlando. And he was like, do you you guys even know how big it is? And we're like, no. I mean, we know it's massive, but like, so he said, if you walked every oh, it's golf, like if you golf magazine, yeah, was it Dave? Yeah, yeah, it was Dave. So he was like, if you walked every single aisle, like you know, you zigzag back and forth, mm-hmm. so it's, it's a combined six miles. Six miles, yeah. That's insane. That's crazy. <laughs> that I mean, that's going away. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's nuts. It's huge. So. I get it. Like that's, that's a huge, you know, um, it's a huge impact on the golf industry, but you know, whatever I, that's kind of, that's my, my whole take on it. I I don't think, I don't think they'll be back for quite a while to be honest, but to your point, the stealth, yeah. Send a guy a paint can and a new driver and tell him to share it. And guess what? You You know, you got a, you got 5,000 new orders. Yeah. I mean, just blew up. So, right. So that actually takes us into the waste management. Book it with T picks. Who do you like this week, Rob? You're going to make fun of me, but man, Spieth, I feel like, cause this is one last year. Shocker. You know, shocker, but this is, I mean, you played good last year at Phoenix. Didn't he shoot a 61 on Saturday? Was that last year or something like that? I don't remember. But anyways, 
I like Spieth. And then, of course, you know, being uh, going ASU, I like uh, Rambo. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you who I like who's not on uh, T's list here, only because I saw some stats today. Um, although I don't, he, I don't think he's won there, is JT. So he's like first in every category. But anyhow, uh, I roll with T. So I, I mean, he was just, I mean, he had Cantley and Speed last week, and they were good on Sunday until they Cantley, man, he shit a bit. Yeah. It was, probably the, sure it was probably those sweet khakis he was wearing. No, those blue ones are awesome, but it was the polo that was terrible. Yeah, I mean, all right. Well, we have the waste management book it with T picks. His long shot, Cam Davis, 130 to one. Next up, your boy, Ricky, 80 to one. He's got Ricky on there? Ricky Fowler, 80 to one. <laughs> what year uh, did he win? Hmm. Maybe he like. Maybe seven years ago. Actually, it's probably more than that. Anyways, next up, 35 to 1, Webb Simpson. 25 to 1, Scheffler. And his favorite to win the, the waste management is Victor Hovland, 16 to 1. And you could book it with T. I like Victor. Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of 2016, it was 2016. Yeah. So what? Six years. Oh ago? yeah. Six years ago. Yeah. Um, we had another tournament. <laughs> you know what tournament I'm talking about? Dude, I, when I, when I woke up Sunday morning and saw that on Twitter, that was the best celebration reaction I've seen. Talking about HV3. Oh yeah. Harold Varno the third. The uh, the Saudi, um, funny because Rob said, "Did you see his celebration?" I said, "Yeah, it was awesome because you could tell like obviously that's a big putt for him because it's a two putt to get him in the playoff, right? So you don't right. want to be like super confident. You kind of want to snuggle it up there and you know get it somewhat close for tapping. But it was awesome how it just like dropped." And then he saw it go in, and then that's when he went nuts. He didn't. He was a right. He was a statue. Didn't right. move as soon as he hit the putt. He was like, I don't even think he blinked. It was. Like, know what I thought was pretty cool, and and I I don't know what it is. Maybe this guy found something, but I feel like Bubba over the last like five years has been less of a dick, and he's starting to come around. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Did you hear the story about this? Well, I saw that, you know, he said he was happy for him. And, you know, he wants him to be winning everything like that. So I thought that was pretty cool. He ran down 18th fairway to come congratulate him. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, because he was going to go to a playoff with him. Right. So Bubba yeah. was already in. And then somehow he was, like, back by the first tee. And he ended up running down 18th fairway to, like, you know, hug the guy he was about to get in a playoff with. And but it must be because they're Jordan brothers. Yeah, probably. I mean, I know they're pretty close because literally that night they had a picture together, like having dinner or whatever. Like, that's super cool to me. Um, but like I said, I think Bubba, I don't know, maybe he's just getting older and kind of, you know, doesn't need to kind of put on that act anymore. Because I've heard he's 
you know, and I don't even know how true this is, but like back in the day, I heard he was kind of a dick, just kind of like he didn't really talk to anybody, he kind of kept to himself. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think he's kids been- change it, Tom. Yeah. Hey, kids I mean, change it. I think he's been coming around, but uh, yeah, hilarious that like the whole Saudi thing like was brought up and like that's the the last tournament like you wanted to have that putt happen in right so it, right it, it like didn't resurface <laughs> right so but, yeah i like him a lot though like especially he just had a kid too and it's like i think i saw a few times on twitter different people saying like this might be you know it's probably just like a yeah no duh but this might be the thing that just helps him now realize that he is a good player that he could win over here, you know, type deal thing. So speaking of the, uh, the Saudis, what is, what is your stance on this whole super league and the whole, th- uh, the whole thing going on with Phil and, you know, the, the PGA tour media rights and, and so to forth. Me, I don't really, I'm not too much into it. I feel it's like Phil just trying to get his last cash grab, you know, that he can get while he's still up top. Um, But, I mean, I don't really pay attention to it. I can't see how they can be banned from playing, you know, the majors, you know, being talked about that. So, but like I said, I really, I don't, I don't put too much time into researching or even reading articles about it, to be honest with you. Yeah, I kind of was the same way. Teddy almost took my light down. Um, I was kind of the same way about it, but then I did want to kind of learn as much as possible. So I jumped in this, this article um, and I'm probably going to butcher these numbers too, because there was a lot of numbers in it, but like, so I get, I get Phil's side of it. You know, I do get it being in the clause, whatever, should it not be in the clause? Probably not. You know, for them not to be able to, sh- to to have rights to their own media is kind of ridiculous. But it's the same way with like the Olympics, and you know, I think there's only one other thing like that where like they have zero rights to media. Um, then again, like who? So PGA Tour players are essentially subcontractors, right? They're getting ten ninety nine. So the PGA Tour would realistically be a contractor so i just don't get where all this money is going like i i feel like there's a ton of money just like not being accounted for so they said that um the the pga tour does in media like two billion i think a year and they said yeah not not in just media just in in revenue and and Mm -hmm. that's like so they said three quarters of that is like, you know, purses and sponsorships, blah, blah, blah. And media only makes up like 5% of that. And I'm like, that doesn't, that doesn't sound right. Because then they're talking about, yeah, like I said, there's a lot of numbers thrown around and I'd rather just, you know, not butcher them. Um, I'll try to find that article, but like, yeah, a lot of things just didn't make sense to me. and. So I agree with you to a point that Phil, you know, he's kind of on his way out and he may be leveraging something for a potential, you know, last minute grab, but like, why not? 
you know, I think he's, he's, I think he's also trying to help pave the way for like some of the younger guys, but then you had Brooks kind of call him out. Right. I, like, yeah. That was... Yeah. Brooks was a turd. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't even get like, why would he even say anything? Like, why wouldn't he just be like, yeah, sure. Bill help us get, you know, hundred million dollar contracts. Pip, like, man. It's the pip. But so that's the other thing too. Like Phil being greedy, like, the pip was a PGA tour grab to like keep Tiger and Phil around. Like that's that's not Phil's problem that he's awesome at social media and that he happened to win it. Like the PGA tour came up with the pip, and that's another thing. Like think about this: the the pip was what forty million dollars or sixty mm-hmm. million dollars, something like that. I think it's forty. Yeah, I mean, just think about that alone. Like the PGA tour has a forty million dollar just expense they could throw at the pip when when you know the the corn ferry tour and you know the lpga and all these other tours are like lacking in in dollars like the pga tour has so much money they don't even know what to do with but that's the thing like where's this money going you know and then you have all these digital assets like who is who is cooping off of that so i don't know there's there's a lot of shadiness going on but um you know your boy lee and and dj and there's a couple other guys that you know signed a an nda and i wonder what's up with that um although bryson said his 135 million dollar deal was yeah yeah it wasn't even true so like i don't know what to believe but I believe I think something will come of whether that's the Super League or the you know PGL or whatever. Right. Um, I know what's the uh is it it's either live or live um big investment company that dumped like 300 mil into the Premier Soccer League last year. Um they're Saudi backed. They just dumped like 200 million into the PGL like hmm. like today or yesterday so there's a lot of people that think that that's going to happen um they have a huge they have a massive portfolio so it's like legit they've invested like four billion in the last couple of years so I think one way or another it's going to happen yeah I think it's closer to happening than people thought it was two years ago when it was brought up right and then you know and then I was thinking about the other day like if you're if you're a corn fairy guy or if like you're on you know any of the the uh developmental tours like are you thinking like hey man i i hope like these guys go hey that just opens up more space for mm. me or like you know i'm i'm just curious how that's going to work in the long run right you know is it, is it going to create more opportunities for guys that you know um are only missing by that probably should be on the PJ tour, but just haven't put it together at the right time. Mm-hmm. You know, I people talk about like the parody in the NFL all the time. And I always sit back and I wonder, I'm like, there's guys on the street that could be playing in the NFL. It's just, they miss their window. Like, I right. think, I think a lot of it's just about timing, you know, obviously the draft, blah, blah, blah. But again, we're not, we're not a, a football podcast. So <laughs> that was kind of just my analogy, but anyhow, we digress. Um, we digress. Yes. So 
we had the book it with T-Pix. We talked Tinley Park Golf Show. We talked AT&T Pro-Am. Um, we talked a little bit about the CGT uh, virtual golf show uh, exhibitor, however you want to talk. Oh, we were talking about possibly doing it in the garage. Yeah, hey, with simulator? Yeah, okay. in front of the sim, hit some balls, get some, maybe get some guys over and, you know, play a little uh, par three shootout or something like that. Uh, I think that would be uh, a nice little change of pace for the uh, the podcast. Sure. Um, yeah, that moves us right into the top three. Robert, okay. are you ready for the top three? Sure, sure. Okay. What is your top three question? So I want to know. You brought it up earlier, which was bizarre. I want to know your top three favorite golf shoes my favorite golf shoes yes like they they could be i guess let's go with brands oh man that's a all right well i do have to admit i'm not a big fan of their clothing but the g4s they, I bought those, I don't know, two, three years ago, and I still have them. And it feels like you're walking on a pillow, mm-hmm. um, the saddle one, saddle shoes. Um, I like those a lot. Those are good. Um, I don't like that they're spikeless, but, you know, they're comfortable for walking. Um, I just bought Big Jordan guy now. I bought, uh, I got the Big Jordan guy. got the uh, Jordan 1 Lowe's two weeks ago. And I have those as regular gym shoes. So I'm pretty excited because they are made for like wide feet and I have wide feet. So they're pretty comfortable. So I'm pretty pumped to wear those. Then, oh, man, what would be my top one? I will I'd have to go back with Jordans. I got Jordan 5s from last year. Man, they're comfortable. So those have to be my number ones. So you have... You have Jordans and the number two and the number one. Oh yeah, or just two, just two different Jordan types. Two different types. I got okay. the ones and then the fives. Okay, I would have to say I never had the uh, ignites. I've always wanted to try those, but it's always hard to find size fourteens. But yeah. all I hear is good things about those. And then, um, you know, in back we met. Um, remember when? Um, God dang, it was like six, seven years ago when those. Uh, the echoes got pretty popular. Yep. I had them. Yeah. I, they never, you know, cause they're UK sizes. So I think they only went up to like what a 13. I yeah. can never find a, I can never find a 14. I've always wanted to try those. So third. So actually brings up a really good Ivan. So I, I got them when is Justin Rose still with echo? No, I don't think so. So it was when him and Freddie couples, were were a couple and Ernie Alice too. Yeah, they were like the low low cut brown mm-hmm. ones with like the mm-hmm. green. They're awesome. They were super comfortable. Yeah. Those were probably like my actually. Yeah, I thought I never wore spikeless before, but I I guess I have now. That I think about it. When Freddie had those on the Masters when they first had them out, those things yeah. were awesome. Yeah, they they are super comfy. Um, mm-hmm. I had them. I believe I had them in Florida. That's why I got them. 
but uh, they should be for over two hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, they were awesome. Um, I would probably say in the three hole, I'm gonna go with just good old foot joy. I like a good foot joy. Oh, the DNAs. You're right. Damn it, those are those are awesome. Yeah, whether it's spikeless, um, spike, even even just like their casual shoe, you know, whether it's a glove. I just think a lot of people hate foot joy. Um, I think they have good stuff. I think they have a lot of like old, you know, just like terrible shit too. Um, I mean, a lot. They have the best. They have the best polo for bigger guys like myself. I think I've heard that before. Um, They're nice. They're long. That's why they're nice. So that's what I was going to get at. Like a lot of their, a lot of their, their spikes are just kind of just like gross. Like I can't believe whoever's designing those is allowed to make them. But then on the flip side of that, like some of their running shoes or just like their casual shoes are super sick. So it's like, why don't you just put spikes on the bottom of those? Um, but I would say primarily like a lot of the foot joy stuff that I have is just like, it's more gear, like, you know, uh, rain windbreaker. Mm-hmm. Um, those foot joys are awesome. Uh, whether it's like a bucket head or whatever. Anyways, yeah, foot joy would be in my three hole. Um, two would probably be Nike. Yeah, big, big Nike guy. Whether here's the other thing, I'm going to split that with like Nike Tiger Woods. Okay. So yeah, I've had some, some rain, some rain golf shoes I've had from Nike that were pretty nice. Still have them, haven't worn them in a couple of years, but, and then the old school, dude, I still try to find them. I'll go on eBay or some of these other sites and literally look for like the 2012 Tiger Woods. Yes. The, the 13s. Yes. Yeah. The white ones. Well, I, I always wanted the black and red ones, even though. Yeah. They're, again, they're not a big primarily one. white, but they're like black, red, and white. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're insane. Um, that's all I, I never got them, but that's all I heard was they're like the most. Didn't Casey say that too? I'm pretty sure Casey said that too. I don't know, but I can't find I've never been able yeah. to. Um, and then number one, no brainer is Puma. Again, I've heard nothing but good things about those ignites. Yeah. I almost pulled the trigger on the, on the new, uh, on the new model this year, but I waited, I held off. I had some restraint. Um, well, now that you're not getting those on advance, maybe you could just go buy those. True. Very true. <laughs> um, the new models, I mean, they look similar to the last couple of years, but like, sure. You know different colors but they're just so comfy um how, how are those with the dew or like the rain awesome yeah yeah like they the the traction pattern or however the the spikes are laid out i think is a good you know it's a good fit um speaking of like have you seen some of like i know nike does it um because i've seen them on brooksy but like have you, ever, have you seen those like new spikes lately that are just like massive they're almost like it's one yeah so i ordered those last year those for the trip to michigan yeah i didn't even i didn't try them on i just ordered them and threw them in the trunk and then we headed up to the treetops and got out of the trunk and i took it out and it's literally the back heel is just one huge circle spike yeah see that i did you even wear them well i couldn't because first off i bought 15 wides and they're not wide they were 
didn't even fit. They were terrible. That's where it's like, it's funny because like Jordans, I feel like are made for wide feet. Yeah. But every other Nike shoe, golf shoe, I can't wear because it's just too narrow. I mean, but yeah, that whole, it's literally, it looks like, um, it's a soft yeah, you're right. It's exactly. It's just one big ass spike, but it, the problem is it's molded. So you, you can never replace it. Right. Well, that's another thing. Have you ever replaced one of your spikes before? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah, like especially with my foot joys, like the, I used to have the DNAs. I think yeah. I still have them in the garage. I use, I would change them out every year. Yeah, see, I, I'm a new, I'm a new, primarily, I'm a new shoe guy every year. I'd rather just get new ones. It's just paper, huh? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, plus, I mean, you got, you got, you got to, you know, you got to get excited for something. You got to, you know, you got to look good. Got to have fresh, clean stuff. You don't. You don't clean your shoes. Well, you do clean your spikes. Yeah. I mean, I have to wash them because I play, sure. I play, uh, especially early on in the year, like when it's raining out and it's like all gross and, and wet out, you gotta, you gotta uh, wash your, your spikes. You know, you, I, did you ever, I, did you ever play in that type of, you know, whether it's like a hot summer day or if it's raining out and then leave them in your car and then get in the car, like two days later, it's brutal. Well, that's solely re- reason why I bought um, golf shoe bags. Yeah. So I have a couple of them in the trunk, but usually wash the shoes right after, uh, wipe them down right after the round anyways. Bonus, bonus quick, a real quick bonus top three. What is your, what is, what is the worst, what is the worst top three smells in golf? I'll go first. <laughs> shoes in the car. Shoe, uh, no, shoes, uh, no, shoes in the car is one. I'll yes. go glove three, dirty ass towel two, shoes in the car one. Right. So, yeah. Or, you know, it's even worse leaving the push card in. Like, for instance, if you played first thing in the morning and you don't clean off the tires. Oh, they reek. Uh, and you do, and, well, get all that grass, that wet grass smell. Because if you leave it in on a summer day, it's terrible. But no, towel, glove, shoes. Yeah, I would have to agree. Yeah. Are we talking like lawnmower smell? Like lawnmower grass smell? Or like... Bird, no, no, no. Like bird shit and grass. And- yeah, right. Exactly. Like, because like, for instance, when you're playing, like, I think Glenwood is a perfect example. Like coarse, coarse sewage water? Yeah, exactly. Like you just, it gets into the tracks of the, of a of the tires and then, you know, you try to get it off and then for instance, you come home, you kind of forget that it's in the trunk and then it's a hot summer day and then you open up the trunk, you're like, oh God. Yeah. And you just hose it down. What a, what a great uh, little bonus top three there. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Great episode. Again, another edition. We look forward to next week because we're going to deliver the schedules as promised. That was promised. As promised. Guarantee. 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 Until next time, Rob. We'll uh, we'll see you in the fairway. See you in the fairway, Tom. See you, buddy.